Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello. And Forrest. Howdy. How's it going, guys? It goes. We're, we're all back. Did you hear did you hear me opening my soda bottle? <laughs> no, no, I did not. Oh, I, darn I, it. I was I was, tr- I was trying to make it noticeable. I really think your uh, your whatever. I mean, we're using Discord. I think it's blocking out all the loud noises because usually uh, we do a clap to like signify like this is where we're at, and so I can line up the audio easier. And it didn't come through, so hmm. you know I'm sure the audience will hear it, and I'm sure I'll hmm. hear it when I'm editing the show. <laughs> yep. But let's let's talk about video games. This is the first time we've all been back since the Final Fantasy VII remake. I, I thought you were about episodes. to say this is the first time we've ever talked about video games on this podcast. This podcast. He was going to say that. that I told them. Like I, I know. Into. I just. I know. I just. For well, some reason, that's where well, my brain went. This episode. God, this is the first time we've talked oh, about video games. Quit, quit doubling down on it. I'll this, triple down if you want. No. Okay. Oh, no. No. God. Let's Starting let's talk about video point. games. Um, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna try to recover from this, people. So, I started playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey because fun fact about Assassin's Creed Odyssey: I bought it, and then the week I bought it, I decided to let Seth borrow it, That's and then true. I haven't seen it until this past week and so now i have it again and i'm gonna play it but i did get curtailed by this and i this is kind of what i want to talk about this game i am only like an hour in um but man is the combat system weird and seth you assured me that i get that i can i will get used to it yeah, uh, I mean, I remember at the beginning being like, "Why, why are these the choices they made for the button bindings?" Uh, mainly the uh, the main, the basic combat button being a one of the shoulder, one of the bumpers. Um, yes, so your your basic combat is RB. Oh, and your parry. Is both LB and RB at the same time? I don't like that. It's not great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then, it's it's a it it does take some getting used to, for sure. And then you hold LB to use like your abilities, like you have special abilities. So some of the questions I wanted to ask real quick, Seth, before I get too deep into this game, how much is the microtransaction stuff going to hold me back? And is it going to bother me? Uh, in what way do you do you mean hold you back? So I didn't play Origins, so I don't right. know. I don't know how grindy this game can get. I did notice that when I was playing as like Leonidas in the beginning, um, you have like a level next to your health bar or something, or some of the enemies do. Like, is, there's like. Maybe I didn't pay attention enough to the other two games of the news leading up to them. There's like levels now. And... Yeah. So okay. So you're way behind on the direction that Assassin's Creed has gone. Yes. Uh, they for like the past, gosh, 
since I want to say before Syndicate, like been moving in RPG directions with experience and levels and different equipment and stuff. Um, so it's not like this is a brand new thing, but I guess it's brand new to you. Um, yeah. So Syndicate, I, I guess I didn't play enough to get that. <laughs> so. Uh, I mean, they've had. There's been levels in Assassin's Creed for a long time. Um, but. Uh, as to the microtransaction stuff, like I'm, I'm still not sure what you are worried about. I just know that there's like loot, loot boxes, I guess, and like rarity to weapons you can have and stuff like right. that. Um, I guess more so. You never played Shadow of War, but there was a lot of stuff in Shadow of War that was like performance in game was tied to stuff you could get out of loot boxes. And you could get there naturally by grinding, or you could just pay money. So is there? does it ever feel like there's a fake grind that I'm going through that I could just easily purchase my way through? Uh, never that I experienced. Okay, because in Shadow of War, you could feel it, and mm. I well, did they not are like ma- it. They are different games made by different studios. Yeah, but I was just worried that I was going to feel that way because yeah. I've heard people say like there's loot box and like the the progression system. There's loot boxes and stuff in this one, so I just didn't know. So well, the I'm not saying the progression system isn't screwed, but I don't think <laughs> it's because of loot boxes. Okay, all right. Uh, I did. I only played a little bit because I decided to play Persona Five instead. I finally cleansed, like I took a week off from RPGs, and now I started two. Well, I didn't. I've I've already started Persona Five, but that game is beautiful. It's great. I'm not going to bore everyone by talking about it every week, but I am still playing it. Eventually, I'll beat it. Seth is like way far ahead of me. I mean, you're hasn't... not really even far enough into the game to talk about anything. Yeah, you haven't you haven't That's actually fair. unlocked the ability to go into the first dungeon at all. So, I'm almost there. <laughs> you wouldn't really have anything to bore anybody with. Yeah. Okay. So, it's that game is, it's crazy. A crazy good time. It's crazy that I can be like four to five hours into this game and you tell me that, but I I I agree with you. I can tell like. I am not into the full gameplay, like the loop, the gameplay loop that they want me to be in yet. But it's crazy that a game is taking this long to get there. But I, it's not in an unenjoyable way. It's enjoyable. So then Picross. I've been playing Picross <laughs> and, you know, my usual stuff. I haven't, I haven't been to, I've started terraforming my island uh, and, I, and Animal Crossing. In the upper right-hand corner, I've built a grove of the trees that bear fruit, and I've taken out every other tree on the island. I've taken them all down. You murderer. Yeah. (laughs) And eventually my island will be perfect. The right side of my island is my grove and my little neighborhood for all my villagers that I don't talk to. And the left side will be my paradise. I'll be completely separate from them. It'll be great. And whatever i know a lot of people care about their villagers all mine are so boring 
I don't care if they go or st- if they stay or go. So, wow. yeah. Like the song. Should I stay or should I go? Yep. They should go. Sorry, Sprinkle. <laughs> I don't like you. The only one I like is Spike, and he's an angry kind of rhinoceros type guy, and I like him. So, I don't have any cool or unique ones, but, you know, maybe. They're cool and unique in their own way, David. They are all individuals. I suppose. <laughs> Give them a chance. Maybe. Gosh. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe I'm being too harsh, but it's, you know. It's quite possible. The only other one you I shouldn't play. You should not play Animal Crossing like a proponent of eugenics. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. I like Spike, and I like Rold. So that's two out of ten. Rold is a nerdy little duck kid. Aww. I like him. He, like, sneezes a lot. <laughs> he's, a, he's a weird. <laughs> I only like the weird ones. Oh, of course. Like, yeah. Uh, so... Um, the rest of them provide nothing to society and thus must be exterminated. At least right? nothing to David's no, society on his island. Yeah, don't be on my island. <laughs> you can exist, but not here. You can, you can exist. I just don't want to see you or think about you. Yeah, I just don't. I, don't... I didn't realize that the name of your island David. was America. I... Ooh, we don't need to go down that road. But... Uh, I mean, I play Pokemon the same way. I kill every Pokemon except for the ones I want on my team. All right. Well, that's different, though, because you you choose the specific ones that you want. You're not; They're not just given to you. Yeah. I just have to ignore these people until they leave, and then a new one can come in. Yep. I think there's, like, a system that you can go visit, like, other islands and, like, invite other people's villagers over to your island. So maybe... Yeah, but they have to be leaving. That's the complex part of that system. Gotcha. They have to be leaving. Also, I am not mean slash don't care enough to, like, beat them into wanting to leave. Like, some (laughs) people on Twitter... Oh, yeah. I've seen it. ...are horrific. Seth, I don't know if you've seen this. But they, like, beat these villagers to being sad. Like, they take their net and smack them. They put them in cages. (laughs) Yes, I have seen it. I don't like it. It's cruel. I cannot do that. But I can't ignore them. You say that now, but you're on a slippery slope. (laughs) Yes. No, no, no. no. Eventually, you'll get to the point where ignoring them is not going fast enough. (laughs) Well, maybe if I just trap him in a cage. Slam him in the head with a knife a few times. I can't do that. My heart, I I care at least a little bit. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, There's a difference between apathy and downright antagonism. (laughs) So. But he's not apathetic. Because he wants, he actively desires them to not be on his island. That's true. So there is at least a hint of antagonism in his intentions. There is. Here. That's fair. Maybe five to ten percent. <laughs> so, all right. Um, Beautiful, Seth. What have you been playing since we've been berating me for my Animal Crossing behavior? <laughs> um, I have also been foraying back into the world of Persona Five uh, Royal, specifically. Um. I am not going to... No, 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 no. I finished that a while ago. Um, Though, 
I do have the costumes for the dancing game on my characters. Nice. Ooh, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't used those yet. So um, can I can I ask you something real quick? I want to cut you off too bad. I'm sorry. Um, okay. What do you get if you have an original Persona 5 save file? It seemed to be I got a a handful of like battle items, I think. Like stuff to use in battle to help me. Okay, because um, because like I, healing items, and then I also got like fifty thousand yen. Okay, so I I of course don't have an original Persona Five save file. I could have one. It would take me like two seconds to like boot it up and play through that part on because yeah. I have your game, but I just don't. I'm not gonna bother. Yeah. Um. Like I wasn't I wasn't sure if I was gonna get any, get anything, and then that. I'm and I'm not even sure that's what I got from it. I just know that like when I started the game, it said that I got something for having a Persona Five save file, and I think that's what it was, uh, but I'm not a hundred percent certain. Nice, nice. I'm gonna look it up. Right, no. <laughs> I'll look it up later. Um, at the break. At the break. Yeah. So I am. I'm not gonna like relitigate the all of the the long conversations I've had about Persona 5 on this podcast. Uh, what has been interesting is I have, in playing it a second time, noticed um, more the the stuff that doesn't really work as well. Um, like there's this one, the lead up to the uh, dungeon that I'm at now is probably my least favorite part of the entire game. Oh. Um just because of like the way characters interact and the way the the story is kind of coalescing um interesting like so i i a persona 5 apparently had like a very troubled development cycle um i believe it and so despite how good the game is uh it's still like there are there are definitely cracks in the surface of like the story where you can tell that just not as much time was put into certain things and some stuff just kind of happens. Um, and because I was so enamored with it the first time I I was able to overlook all that stuff. Um, and since I'm not in that same mode, I'm, I'm not, um, I, I'm able to, not a- appreciate the faults, but have a better um, understanding about the stuff that is suboptimal in the game. Um, however, there is some new stuff. Uh, I haven't gotten to the hugely new chunk of the game. Um, the I guess it, there's like a sort of a, a a post game to the game that was added the the third semester, as it were. Um, but there are two new characters which you meet pretty early on, um, who I have had the uh, enjoy the the opportunity to interact with. Um, one of them is this uh, school counselor who is brought in after the events of the first dungeon of the game, um, and. He, in my opinion, he's a very good character. Like, I really like him. I think he fits in, he fits in very naturally into the game. Um, and he's got, 
uh, a very entertaining um the what are they called social links um like the the scenes with him are very fun um so i really like him the other character uh is this um a, a new student who you meet in like i don't know one of the first scenes of the game um like on on your character's first day going to the school you meet her and you know she's all right uh there was I I I I liked her more than I disliked her until I got to this one scene um recently where she was like I don't think <laughs> oh my gosh it was terrible she was talking about cuz they're talking about the phantom thieves and how they are uh working toward social good and she was displaying her thoughts on it and she said that she didn't agree with the phantom thieves because if you have this kind of social safety net that they provide then people will be disincentivized to work to better themselves um which is you know something that uh some in the real world some people say uh, certain things which are uh in line with that and it's uh so that kind of turned me off from her yeah um I was like, oh man, I was just starting to like her. Um, but of of course, I there's still the rest of the game for her to to come around. I I sort of knew that about her that her arc in the game is that she disagrees with what the characters the main characters are doing, and presumably will come around to uh, agree with them. But yeah, uh, I think there there's also some other social link interactions that i think are new or either i just never did them before um and those have also been good <laughs> but yeah it's it's been it's it's still been a very enjoying time and a, a good way a, a good way for me to just kind of sink into my chair and uh, watch the hours fly by so i i want to ask you as someone who has played the first game is there ever times where you're playing through it and you wonder if what you're playing is new or like, do you have it that memorized? You you know what I'm getting at? Um, hmm. I, I mean, I definitely have in the course of the game, like there have been individual scenes that are def that like you can tell are new that um are, are put in there too. Uh, directly um, integrate the new characters and new mechanics of the game. Um, and so those are pretty clear to me. Um, there haven't been just like the kind of in-between stuff that maybe would be new and I wasn't sure about it. Um, gotcha. So it's it's not like... I, so it is possible that there's new stuff that is sneaking by me, but I think, uh, I I think it's it's less that I have the original game memorized and more as just like. The the these a, a lot of these new scenes are directly designed to point out the the brand new stuff, so if if you know what the new stuff is, then you can tell which of those scenes are in there for that, um, and so. 
But I mean, I guess if you don't know that that stuff is new in the game, you wouldn't realize that that, that is a scene that was added. Yeah, that was going to be my next question is, will I be able to tell what's new as I'm playing through if I haven't played the original? Like, if it is it is it smooth or is it kind of like um, choppily put in there? Huh. Um, I don't think I haven't seen anything that's been like bad. Um, I think the the integration of of the one new character is is not so smoothly done. Um, like you can tell that the 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 early the scenes with her early on don't really flow within the um the sort of arc of what is happening in the story like those those are the only ones that felt like they were directly jammed in there because they're like oh we have this new character and we have to highlight her um other than that i don't i don't think anything has stuck out in a in a bad way cool um have you have you played anything else besides something i was going to bring up that we played together uh, you didn't know I was going to bring it up, but well, uh, I have uh, played bits of the game um, "The Tourist" on Nintendo Switch. Was um, that the one and, with the Y instead of an I? Yeah, with a Y instead of an I. Uh, and I've played, and that's a pretty that's been a pretty fun f- puzzle game. Um, but it's also been uh, a a couple weeks since I played it. I've also played a, a little bit of. Uh, Watam, the PS4 game, with the the it was by the Katamari Katamari Damacy creator. It's about the the weird creatures holding hands and exploding and eating each other. It's a very strange game, but again, <laughs> it's been uh, it's been a little bit since I've played either of those games, so um, I don't really have a lot to say about them. All right, gotcha. cool. Um, Seth and I played Jackbox Party Pack 6 uh, within the past week. And um, some of the the games on that are weird. Uh, But probably my favorite, and maybe, I mean, I've played some of the other ones before with other people. But my favorite has been the, like, who's the, there's like a who's the alien one. Yeah, Um, we played that at uh, Cameron's house. And me and Seth nailed it we were aliens and we played it off perfect beautifully i love it we did not get caught nice it's a good feeling yes we skillfully uh um if i i do say myself if i do say so myself um there was a, a moment in the game where all suspicion was on me and i deftly uh moved it on to someone else beautiful yeah it was and everyone turned it was <laughs> beautiful and i was able to like pick up on what seth was doing yeah. and it yeah and that's um, really nice yeah it's great <laughs> there was even a point where they had me and seth together Ooh. um so really i think the icing on the cake was there's this room that they put you in right yeah um and so you can put people in a room two people in a room and the the outside person that puts you in there tells you like symbols and 
if they both get it right, the captain that put you in there gets to pick which one of you to say if you're an alien or a human. And so Seth put me and another guy in there. And then he tested me to see if I was human. And he told everyone I was human, nice. which was great. And it like, oh, there's a lot of good moves in it. Fantastic. It Beautiful. was a fantastic gameplay. Unspoken cooperation. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was very good. Nice. The problem is now everyone will suspect us even more when from here on out. Yeah, from here on out yeah. when we play it. <laughs> but um Forrest, what did you play? Uh so with the reveal of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, it got me in a mood. And so I've been trying to play through some Assassin's Creed games that I haven't finished or haven't touched at all yet. So uh, last Thursday night or Friday, I can't remember which, I started up Assassin's Creed 4 again. I quickly discover I really don't like that game. Uh, the ship combat, not for me. It's a real shame. I know. Because that game is 10 out of 10. I <laughs> At least the ship stuff. I See, I think it's a solid 1 out of 10 with the ship stuff. Because I like, for the most part, all the all the regular Assassin's Creed um, gameplay elements of it, like all the ground stuff that isn't ships. But I do have a bit of a problem with the um, the free running and like the the climbing and stuff. It it felt very unrefined for me. Um, I don't know, I don't know what kept happening, but like it would just like it it felt like inputs were not being put in properly. And so I was just getting to a bunch of ledges and I and I would like put the stick, the directional stick one way and Edward would go a completely different direction. And that just kept happening again and again. So that mixed with the with my distaste for the ship combat just got me like really upset. Um, And so I was talking with some of my friends while I was playing it and they helped me realize something that I don't have to subject myself to games that I'm not enjoying which should be pretty common sense, right? Well, I was trying I was being stubborn and I wanted to play it through to the end, but like I was really just not having a good time and like I kind of needed that reality check. So, I decided to start playing Yakuza 0. And that was a fun time. <laughs> it was a fun goofy time. Quite a time. shift. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so Yakuza Zero is a fun, goofy time, and then um, so after that palate cleanser, I didn't play too much of Zero, but I, I, I played enough to know that I can't wait to play more of the game. Um, the combat, it, it's pretty much like a modern beat 'em up. I think would probably be the best way to describe the gameplay. All right. Yeah. And then, man, uh, we'll talk about Yakuza later. But yeah. I just can't bring myself to. That's like, fine. I, yeah. It, it's it's a really weird set of games. And I can't I, I like that. how weird it is. I think it's like there's a giant crab or something. I have no clue. But well, even from like a gameplay perspective too, like because there's like the regular combat stuff, but then there's like a bunch of mini games just throughout the entirety of it. Like there was a karaoke mini game like within the first thirty minutes of the game, and I just like. <laughs> It, it there's a lot to get lost in, but also because I think there's so much that the game is trying to do, I'm worried that it may end up um, kind of lessening the quality of certain aspects of the game later down the line. 
Um, so yeah, after the palate cleanser of Yakuza Zero, I went back and beat the last like twenty percent of Assassin's Creed Unity, which is the one that takes place in France um, during the French Revolution. And I not the Les Mis one. They're very specific about that in the yes. description. I forgot about that. It's not yeah. the not the <laughs> Les Mis Revolution. <laughs> But, Which um, I was very oh, bummed about yes. after <laughs> I started playing. We were it. all we were all very excited when we they ex- revealed we... that, and then it was like, oh, darn oh, not it. that one. Yeah, um, I like that game a lot more than than I guess I realized because I don't ever remember beating like eighty percent of this game, but I do remember specifically just spending so much time in the co op missions um, back when the game came out. And, like, so I've never really had, like, a bad memory with this game. Um, so it was nice to jump back into it and just kind of finish it up, you know? You are a sucker for a good co-op. It's true. You subjected yourself to a lot of bad Resident Evil to play co-op. And I so. will continue to subject myself to the rest of that game <laughs> in, um, in the future. I never played the co-op stuff in Assassin's Creed. I liked it a lot. Like, I... Because... But... I, and I'm going to blame Halo for this uh, primarily, but, like, I always just, like, with games that I really love, my number one wish for any future installment is to have a proper co-op feature in it in some form, you know? So when that finally came to Assassin's Creed, I jumped on that immediately. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I like Unity a Assassin's lot. Creed, as a series, Ooh. has had pretty underrated uh, multiplayer features over the year. yes. Years. They've so, always yes. been kind of uh, tacked on, but but like and but that's not in a bad way. I just mean like they don't they've never really integrated all that well into the main game, and you're kind of always like, well, why is this here? Uh, but they've also always been pretty good. Yes. I I like the weird. There's like a deathmatch one, at one point. Yes. There's like yeah. a. I liked that playing that. That was a great mode. <laughs> it was so stupid fun. <laughs> oh man. I now I, if only they could do you know think of uh, let me let me play this out for you oh, possibly. Like it's Assassin's Creed Black Flag. If they did like a pirate combat game, with ship to ship. Skull and Bones. No, that game doesn't exist. I don't believe it does. I don't. Until... I kind of hope it doesn't because of my distaste for that gameplay portion. That's so. Uh... It's so interesting that you so disliked the the one thing uh, that everyone ship, the really ship liked. battles. Yeah, which has been widely praised about yes. that game and is they have since like forced into every single Assassin's Creed game. Um, like if you don't like ship combat you're gonna have a hard time getting through a lot of the games from from that point on that's what i've been told a uh, fair warning <laughs> i'm i'm really hoping it's not as prominent in like origins and odyssey once i get around to those but i i will try to force myself through depending on how much i'm enjoying the rest of the game i guess um once i get to them but uh yeah unity i I liked it a lot, um, so I'm on Syndicate now, and I'm actually really enjoying that game. Uh, it takes place in like London. You play as some t- twin assassins. Uh, one is the dude Jacob. He is just all about starting gang wars, and he doesn't really kind of he doesn't really care about being an assassin. 
So it's kind of nice having this dynamic um, between him and his sister, Evie, who wants to continue their father's legacy, who was an assassin, and she wants to try and, like, you know, find the pieces of Eden and fix uh, or take London out from Templar control. Like, she very much cares about the order and the mission behind it, whereas Jacob just wants to take control of the gangs. (laughs) Oh, the gangs of London. Yeah. That was the prequel to the Gangs of New York or something. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. I mean, technically right, in (laughs) the sense that London was the prequel to New York. York, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I do want to note, Forrest, since I I don't know if you're done, but friend of the show, Chris Maxwell, feels the exact opposite of you, and that Black Flag is a trash fire of a game. But the ship combat is the only <laughs> is the redeeming thing of it, oh my and he gosh. thinks it's the best. He messaged, Black Flag he went, is, is he went probably... His, he went out of his way to message me that. And he famously doesn't like video games. Well, he's going to famously <laughs> start uh, not liking me then, I guess. <laughs> oh, man. We're going to get a message about that. Oh, yeah. Yes. Good. Uh, Black Flag Chris, is sorry. probably my favorite game, which I actually absolutely hate. Um. Yes, it's it's an odd Black Flag is Black Flag is really fun to play, but if you are interested in the story of Assassin's Creed, it is not the game for you to play. Okay, yeah, that's another problem that I have is that because uh, the character in throughout the entire story is not an assassin. No, uh, Edward Kenway is just cleaning up everyone else's messes. Well, I wouldn't even say that. I'd I say he he found a, a an assassin and he killed him and took his suit and then they're like, "Okay, I guess it's Assassin's Creed game now." Yeah. But like you're constantly like trying to fix Blackbeard's mistakes and like like the island that like is I guess like the home base for everyone, like it get like it's just it's so many things that when I was playing through it, it just felt like Edward wasn't doing anything for him for himself really he was just fixing whatever problems came up for other people and it was just like it wasn't engaging from a storytelling perspective hmm that's weird like i i really like the whole all the pirate stuff like the the story of the pirates like if you could take that and disconnect it from the assassin's creed world it'd be like well this is a cool story and a cool game but the problem is that it was an assassin's creed game and so <laughs> that that stuff it sort of uh, cre- provides this weird kind of filter over the whole game that made me both like and dislike it. Yeah. And then they, I don't know if you've ever played Rogue, but then they, they turned that and, and took it up a notch. So into I... A ga- and turned it into a game that made me actively angry while I played it. See, I'm actively avoiding... You finished it. <laughs> nice. I did. I can respect that. <laughs> and God, it was not worth it. So I'm actively avoiding Rogue because I know there's more ship segments in it. Mm, that's not that, why I did why I disliked it. I I bet I I've heard some other things about it, and but I just it it still just seems more the same of four for me, just with a different story going on. But yeah, that's uh that was my week. All right, you played something. Besides I played a Mega lot of Man. things. I'm proud of you. <laughs> why is it for us that when you play a game, you then play every version of that game back to back? I he, don't know. He's uh. I was reading something about uh oh it was uh it was on the recent um so a lot of people have left Kotaku lately and yes. now they have their own separate podcast called Triple Click. Nice. And 
um, Maddie Myers is on there. She's freaking great. Um, and on her Twitter and, and the, uh, in the show, she mentioned that when she first started being a video game journalist and like wanting to be one, that's what she would do. So when fallout three came out, and she wanted to think about it critically. She like made herself play Fallout One and Two for no reason. Ooh. And she's since learned you don't have to do that. You don't have to. It's but, nice seeing the evolution of a series, though. But it's something that she did. So maybe Forrest has a little bit of like I'm talking <laughs> about this game, so I need to be able to talk about how it's grown. Yeah, I can like I can understand that desire. I don't know if that's exactly what Forrest is doing. I think he just you know you play a game and then like well I guess I'll play the next one. <laughs> Well, no, like my, my specific goal here is to go back through and, and get around to all the ones that I missed for the most part. Um, but what, what, so what is the, like the goal of that? What are you trying to like get, get out of that? Kind of, I guess just kind of get a solid grasp of what each game is trying to do or how it differs from the previous So you're not doing it for the story then? Is that fair to say? Uh, for because foreign you... unity, yeah, I don't care. Like the story isn't caring. Like I don't care about it at all. But with Syndicate, I am actually caring about the story because I feel the characters are more, um, for me at least, they're more enjoyable to see play out. Uh, see, what they're both, okay, what what their goals are. So, I guess I'm more interested in what you think of like the overarching story because, um, the. The thing about you not liking four and giving and up not on it is, it. That, <laughs> is that the stuff that happens in it is like a major turning point in the overall story of the Assassin's Creed world. I'll have to go and it's, uh, and it's stuff that happens like at the, end, <laughs> at the end of the game. Yeah. So just uh, you know something to think about because yeah, four is into. four is really where the Desmond stuff kicks up a notch right no 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 Desmond that's died three. at the end of three yeah yeah, yeah. that's that was three man uh, i think i don't want to get into three <laughs> um i liked three i do too i like um, but okay but, we don't need to turn this no. into an it's, assassin's creed uh like yeah, not retrospective until, not, not until uh Valhalla comes out <laughs> yeah so all right with that we're going to take a break um get all of the uh, Assassin's Creed out of our system so we can talk a little bit about Valhalla and some <laughs> other stuff later. Um, and we will be right back. And we're back. Hopefully during that break, you were going to our website, suplexthesticks.com, or our social medias at suplexthesticks, and leaving reviews, telling your friends about the show, all the stuff you like. Maybe Chris messaged me about how mad he is that I said he doesn't like video games. Who knows? Um, or well, about me not liking Black Flag. Yeah. Who knows? Um, but I want to, I want to go ahead and talk about the... Uh, what was the name of this, Seth? I just have as my note the Xbox Series X third-party fun time. I, not what it was called. It's not what it was called. Uh, I think I it was just it was like just... inside Xbox. Yeah, something like that. So I know their initiative is called 2020 with 
No, the dash. initiative made Gears of War. No, no, no. <laughs> That's the coalition. <laughs> That's the coalition. Oh, right. <laughs> the initiative is their okay. We're the initiative is their secret group that is going to make a game that might be bad because, you know, the heat wasn't amazing the first season. They were good, but um, when they got every all the big three together, so. What are you? What? <laughs> yeah, I'm... I don't know. I was trying to make a sports reference. I'm tired. So, I had a feeling that's what it was. What and through what lens? Because the, the initiative Miami is the, the the initiative is like the all star team. Like they got right. all the developers and the heat. Okay, well, there was not enough information provided you in yeah. that joke to make it well now sense. make it make sense. Now we're here. Um, so no, they have this thing called 2020 which every month leading up to the Xbox Series X release oh yeah they're going to have a 20 new games <laughs> no they're going to have an inside Xbox well, sort of thing where they talk about Xbox Series X stuff and Do, so okay but first were there 20 games in this thing though because if there were no. if there was I might be right um, no, hold on. I'm going to say like a solid no here. Yeah, it, I don't think it's 20. It looks like more like 13. Ah, bummer. Nomura? No more. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah. So, <laughs> um, so they're showing off the first party stuff in July. And people are theorizing that in June they're going to be doing price point and release date for the actual console itself um, since that's E3 time. Yeah. Uh, and they, they didn't say they're going to have one in June, but they did say they're going to have one every month. Yeah. So you would assume something's happening in June. June is a month. June is a month. So Xbox Series X, inside Xbox, third-party edition. That's what we'll call this because it was all third-party stuff. Was it though? Yes. Yeah. Were none of these first party uh studios? No, none of them. They're holding sure? off they're holding off all of that until Till July. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing close to first party Sith was the the team that made Blair Witch, but that's not a first party game. Uh the mm. team that made Blair Witch is making Oh god, I can't remember which one of the games. Um, but they're definitely medium. They're, they're the making medium. medium. Yep. So there was some fun times in our chat during this thing where there was some fun jokes. You should really join our Discord it's because during events like this, it livens up and it's good. So uh the the beginning of this kicks off with they said that this is made by a single person team, which is insane to think. Um but it's a bright memory infinite. Um, yes. Beautiful graphics. Looks like it plays like Titanfall and the Bionic Commando together. And guns and swords, man. And, and cars. A, and a DeLorean. Yeah. It, there's, yeah a there's a lot, lot of this going on, the, the, And it's, it's not really clear what exactly is actually going on. No, I'm... And but I'm, it's definitely... It's a first-person action game. Uh, yeah, that's got you whipping around, um, fighting, I don't know, robots, maybe? It was, it was set in some kind of, like, the, the trailer they showed was set in 
a, it seemed like a simultaneously futurist, futuristic and also feudal Japan. Yes. I love trying to describe stuff like this. Cause oh, it's yeah. like, and, what? And then it ended with a, a DeLorean. Um, and it's got, you play as some, some girl who appears to be in like a suit maybe, or is <laughs> part robot. It's, it's, uh, again, it's hard to tell. There's not, re- there's not really a whole lot of, uh, she's got like information. a laser grappling hook thing going on. The, like the, this trailer just had a lot going on and it makes me kind of worried that the game may try to spread itself out too much well this is like very very early oh yeah this was like alpha stuff um i think this was the only game that they after this trailer they said everything is shown in engine so i don't think i think that maybe was a little more cgi possibly it looked uh, like it and so more that's more like a proof of concept and so everything after this trailer is in-engine gameplay um which some of them are very like air quotes around the words gameplay so um after that we got uh dirt five which looked really cool because people are racing on ice and stuff and just like fast and the furious (laughs) yeah it was but do they have a tank no, they don't have a tank, oh. and they don't have the a, rock. A submarine? One would hope. But I, I was kind of disappointed. This uh, this looks, it looked like for a second because of the like festival sort of vibe, it looked a little bit like I was hoping it might be like a split second, and it wasn't. And so, you know, mm. I just know we'll never get a sequel to that game. But yeah, that's uh, true. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry for your loss. Yeah. I honestly forgot Dirt was a franchise. Yeah. So I don't know when Dirt 4 came out. If if Seth wants to throw that in a quick Google real quick, <laughs> I I don't know. Um but the next game that they they showed off was really cool. Um very H.R. Geiger inspired. But Dirt was... 4 came out in 2017. What? Okay. Okay. All right. I'm done. <laughs> I'm wrong. Where I... were we? Yeah. So the next game they showed was Scorn. Uh, Seth, what did you yes. think of this? <laughs> well, um, so this was weird because I, at the beginning, had no idea what this game was. Uh, it's It's got this weird, like, uh, like at at first it looked like it was an an alien game like the movie Alien uh, because the aesthetic is clearly uh, inspired from H R Geiger's uh, work that he did on Alien, um, and like eventually they showed the title and I was like oh wait a minute I actually know what this is because uh, Scorn is a game that um, was I remember reading about it gosh like years ago. Um, cause it was a, it was a game on Kickstarter. Uh, it's this creepy, gross looking first person shooter where you're, you appear to be in some kind of hellscape and you have guns that are also living and seem to be made out of body parts and everything's really disgusting. Uh, but it, it's also like, like the graphical fidelity of it. It's all so detailed um it's 
It it kind of like watching watching gameplay of it. It kind of makes your skin crawl, but it's also it also is really uh interesting. Um, and yeah, it's gonna be on Game Pass, so we'll uh we'll see how Ooh, it is when they, it comes out. Did they say Game Pass? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. I think I feel like saying all of these are. Uh, I think that's too presumptuous. That is a little too yeah. presumptuous. I don't remember <laughs> seeing that at Game Pass on it. I do like I remember specifically seeing Game Pass on the Scorn trailer. Okay. Um, I don't think I saw it on any of the, any of the other ones. I think it may have been on uh, Yakuza, but that now that I think about it, that like that's the only one that I'm feeling maybe had it. Um. All right. Let's go on to the Call of the Sea, which looked really interesting and like a puzzle game, uh, which is maybe upsets Allie because he played the tourist. I I don't, I don't think I've ever played like a 3D puzzle-based game. Like, I guess... Uh, what, you never played Zelda? No, no. <laughs> you know what I'm talking like about. Like a puzzle like, mystery sort of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like Mist. I never played Mist. Me neither. Or... Uh, like rhyme rhyme is a big one that people love never played that um but we'll see what this game is like it she's looking for her husband who like his transponder went off on this island and she's looking for him and he might have a fish man he might have turned into a fish man so it's the shape of water Hard, hard to say yeah hard to say uh, you could also just become friends with the fish man and like, or you could uh, become the fish man. Yeah. Nothing's stopping you. Yeah. yeah so we'll, we'll see. Uh, it was a very nice palate cleanser after uh, the scorn trailer. Yes. So, you know, it was nice yeah, to see something gross. bright something and bright colorful. colorful and welcoming <laughs> instead of the, you know, dark, horror the of nightmare scorn. world of scorn <laughs> uh then we got this chorus game have you guys i haven't heard of this game some of this stuff is like world premiere like brand new some of it has been shown before like scorn but um chorus looks like it's got crazy space combat kind of like i don't even know what to dis- what compare it to because it's it's sure. a 3d space combat and it's also got weird head spacey alien stuff um did this interest you at all seth yeah uh i mean if if the whole game is gonna be like space combat it, it maybe not be for me but i do like flying around in space i'm just not that good at it uh it's definitely interesting and very mysterious and spoopy so yeah i think it looked cool there was a lot of that was the vibe for a lot of the games announced during this thing was mysterious and spoopy and like that kind of thing. Um, the the ascent and second extinction were the next two. Um, second extinction is like left for it's dead, left for dead, but with, with dinosaurs, dinosaurs instead of zombies. It looks great. Yeah, I'll play that. Yeah, sure. it looks like a fun time. Yeah. I'll take it. Uh, do, who's that made by? Was it? It's not the team that made Left for Dead, is it? I can check. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, 
Turtle Rocket has to be making something. Who knows? Hopefully not another prey. Um, <laughs> but they should make this um, if they didn't. Um, the Ascent... Yeah, they, whoever's doing it now should quit. <laughs> no, no, no. The, other guys. Um, the Ascent is... I don't remember this one as much. Seth, do you remember it? Uh, yeah, this was the sort of like... Um, sci-fi... It, it sort of looked like cyberpunk, but not... Oh, it's the top-down um, cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I wasn't super into this. twin-stick shooter. Yeah. Not my favorite type of game. Yeah. it, And the fact that it's a shooter kind of threw me out. Like, I like Diablo and stuff, but um, when it comes to shooting games, that's not, you know... I don't, I, I don't prefer those. Um, uh, we got the medium which started with a real is this lost sort of moment like you go through having a baby and then losing the child and it's 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 a very dramatic and serious trailer and it was very uh horror derived again like yes. it's just going to be a horror game uh it does yeah, have the oh you want to go? Go ahead. Go All ahead. right. Uh, so it has the composer, the or one of the composers of like the early Silent Hill games attached to it. So I think that's definitely the vibe they're trying to go for. Um, this yeah it, yeah, it looked very much like Silent, like in that Silent Hills vein, and it's made by the people who most recently made Blair Witch, the game which I never played, um, <laughs> and a bunch of other horror games. I, I mean, I just know you're starting it next week. Like every week, I'm like Seth's going to talk about Blair Witch. <laughs> One day I actually will. Systemic reaction. <laughs> um, I mean, you have a dog in it, so that's that's not all scary, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, this game it looks like you can be able to switch between worlds and stuff, so it is very Silent Hill in that aspect. Um, then next we got the Madden teaser. Like there was how many? There was what three seconds of Madden gameplay in this. <laughs> well look there was very little gameplay in all of these trailers i mean that's very true yes even but... even we'll get to it they showed off assassin's creed valhalla which they had previously teased the gameplay reveal was going to be at this event and which and which com included like maybe three seconds of gameplay yeah <laughs> yeah um so there's maybe three seconds of in-game footage from madden and they announced that... Uh, but also, so, like, to complain about not seeing footage from a Madden game is a little... That's, that's, what's the point? You know what gameplay in Madden is. Yeah. I mean, it's the only football we're going to get this year. So <laughs> I want to see more of it. I <laughs> Right, but you can, just, you can look at any Madden game. Yeah. They made a point of showing a bunch of Madden games over the years. And who'd have thunk they all look the same? Yeah, but only one is the true king because it oh, has God. QB. Get out of here with the QB. <laughs> um, so <laughs> the that was it was kind of neat. Uh, very, they had Patrick Mahomes in there, who's going to be on the cover, and yeah, and it and, notably is having not smart delivery. Yeah, it's having. 
limited time. So it's a limited time <laughs> upgrade window, which is what they did with Madden when the Xbox One released. If you bought Madden 20 back when, because it was the 20th anniversaries then. So, gotcha. yeah, that's the other stupid part. Uh, if you bought Madden 20 back then, um, it like you got it if you if you got it on Xbox 360, you're able to upgrade it to Xbox One, but only with like a limited window. And I think it actually costed money then. I think it was like five or ten bucks. But with this one, it's a free upgrade because traditionally Madden games come out in July. Yeah. So. Gotcha. Yeah. So it'll be a free upgrade, but you have to like buy the game by a certain date and then upgrade by a certain date. And if you don't, then you're just uh, SOL basically. So, I think some of the, so I, I don't think that Microsoft is like being clear about what smart delivery actually is. So I don't know that this is, like the limited time thing is certainly not what smart delivery has been pitched as but i don't think that outside of that what they're doing is any different than what smart delivery actually is so smart delivery at least for first party stuff will be if you buy a game on xbox one series x you'll get it for your xbox one right but what does that mean if you buy if you buy a disc of an xbox one game can you then just pop it in a series x and it will be the series x version yes do you have to download and upgrade for it yes that, like, that's probably the case okay you'll so have then, to download the game files so how would that then be different than what is going on here because there's a timed exclusivity there yeah right but i'm just i don't want to bring it up because you made a point in the discord when i talked about it you said you made a point to say that it wasn't smart delivery because it's going to be like two different game downloads. Right. Uh, and I think that is what they're doing. I think that the the one you, like, the Madden, the verbiage isn't clear on what it fully is. Like, what is, what is the update going to be? Because it doesn't, it specifically doesn't use the word smart delivery. Because smart right. delivery means you get it backwards and forwards. Like it is yeah. a game, like this is probably going to be a digital copy of the game that unlocks license wise if the disc is in the system or something. Right. Like it's going to be something weird like that. I mean, I think that's what smart delivery is going to be. It's just not going to be timed. I, I don't disagree with you. I But the thing is, I mean, PC games have different settings and stuff, so I, I don't know how much how bigger how much bigger the files will be between the two systems and stuff. Like, that's all going to have to be seen when the console comes out. Like, we'll be able to fully tell that because all the games that come out nowadays, you have to download additional files anyway. Yeah. So we'll be able to fully tell what's happening there after the console's out. You know what I mean? Yep. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see. It's just the fact that it's timed is weird. Um, yeah, that's, it's definitely strange. Especially not that strange because they are, it is a third party game after all. Yeah. So they're not forcing developers to 
participate in this, uh, you know, smart delivery. So make sure you do some educated purchasing. Um, cause they, let's see, they, next they talked about vampire, the masquerade bloodlines Two, which is a very long title, very long title. We've seen longer. Okay, well. <laughs> but no, it yeah, it very I much. I generally <laughs> expect long titles from a certain type of game. Yeah, <laughs> uh, not and, but not and this. that doesn't include this type of game. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that Vampire: The Masquerade is a tabletop game, or like a game you get together with people and play and RP. I'm pretty sure. I I don't feel like looking it up, but yeah. I know people that played it, <laughs> so you know it's now it's a vi- i mean it is a video game also you are correct vampire the masquerade is a tabletop role playing game yeah nice so that's happening the game looks very terrifying and a lot of horrific imagery was shown once again like i said earlier that was the theme of this whole thing kind of uh, if you're buying an Xbox Series X, you're buying a horror machine. It might spit blood out at you. I don't know. <laughs> there um, you go. But um, next was Scarlet Nexus, which was probably one of the things I thought okay. looked. This was the straight up hypest thing I've yeah. ever seen. Yes. <laughs> you got these mutant plants that are like sentient flower bouquets. In a good way. So cool. And then you got anime boys. With like tentacles sticking out of the back of them, and they have telekinesis and yeah, like and laser like swords powers. flying around. Seth loves it's anime so cool. boys with yeah. tentacles this sticking is like, out of their back. I don't blame them. This is so anime, and I am incredibly excited. Oh, for I am it. immediately sold. I cannot wait for this game. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I, <laughs> the graphics look beautiful. It's flashy and colorful. This. The, the pacing of this whole event has been show some terrifying stuff, bright, beautiful stuff. Yes. And it was just a roller coaster of emotion up and down. I was having a great time, especially Honestly, during this trailer. The only, the only reason this trailer isn't horrifying is because it's anime. Because yeah. if you saw those creatures in real life, you would absolutely be terrified. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. So... Next was Yakuza Like a Dragon, which is a big this deal. This game because looks so fun. It looks I, so fun. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. <laughs> I don't know why I don't care. I I want to because I like the imagery of the giant crab and like the weird campiness. I feel like I'd rather yes. watch a Let's Play. And like though. pulling a spiked bat out of the ground, like yes. Sword in the Stone style. It was, uh, it's, it was hilarious. I'm... I haven't played any Yakuza game. I know they're all on, on Game Pass. Um, so that's the weird but, thing. They're not all... So that I think that's part of the thing with Yakuza when I look at it. They're not all on Game Pass. Yes. Like the ancillary stories are that are like side stories to the main series. Uh, and like one or two of the main ones. But there's like four games it leaves out I that s- are only on Sony. So, yeah. So it's been stuck over on the PlayStation for a few years now and with the Game Pass, uh, we're finally starting to get uh, Yakuza over on the Xbox. So, like, right now, there's Zero, One, or the remake of One and Two, I believe. I'm not sure about the status of anything from there on, though. Yeah, because there's, like, the Kawame games, which are... W- those. So those are the remakes. Okay. Yes. So there's just... 
maybe it's that there's too much lore there for me to maybe i will play them but i want to be able to play them all because the, the story obviously runs together i assume maybe i'm wrong i don't know i mean probably but i'm, I'm slowly I think making my it way. seems it seems to me that with the way they are pushing this game um that it like they wouldn't be advertising this on this brand new system and highlighting it like this if you are if if it is expected that you have to play like six games worth of backstory yeah, so um, that's fair. Because so, this one also doesn't have the number in it. Yes, uh, this is a soft reboot for the series, kind of like this. This can be someone's entry point into the series, but um, the difference between this and the previous uh, Yakuza games is that this is very much more RPG focused instead of brawling focused. Yeah, it's got turn-based combat. Yep, it's got oh. summons, but but it still keeps like the, its style though, and that's what I like really love about seeing new gameplay and footage for uh, like a dragon. It's got cart racing. Yeah, <laughs> I like I said earlier, the, this series is filled with just like random like separate like gameplay things, like mini games and just crap. <laughs> but it's all a fun all time. Right. Maybe I'll give it a shot. Let's talk about Stonehenge, Sith. Because that's what was next. <laughs> yes, why don't you actually elaborate what was next? Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla was next, but they yes. they started it with a bunch of shots of Stonehenge. Well, they weren't all of Stonehenge, but there was a prominent shot of Stonehenge. Yes. Uh, which leads to many exciting theories about how they're going to incorporate that with the lore of Assassin's Creed. Um, like I said, this trailer, uh, this gameplay reveal trailer did not show very much gameplay, but it still looks pretty cool. Um, I think the, the what has excited me most about this game um, is that Ubisoft, they said that they are going, that this game is going to be uh, toned down a little bit from the excessive size and bloat that was assassin's creed odyssey and it's going to be an intentionally smaller game um i'd love to which, hear that yes that's very good i'm so glad for that um hopefully they don't the, I, I i imagine they don't feel the need to simulate the entire british isles uh and also parts of france like they did with the region in odyssey and we'll hopefully it'll be a little bit more a little smaller um we've heard that like the the way that the gameplay is based around this kind of hub area that you have your 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 um your village that you build up it seems like it's going to be more centralized and less sprawling um so i'm excited and um this is one thing i didn't say when we were talking about before the break about assassin's creed one thing i have disliked about the franchise is that since um, I probably since four, it has been less and less about actual assassins to the point where in the previous two games you have not been an assassin. Um, I guess Origins you kind of Origins is the origin of the assassin, so it's sort of about assassins. But Odyssey is even before that. But in this one, you got the hidden blade. Uh, it seems like the assassins are back. So um, that's one thing I am also excited about for this. Assassins are back, baby. Yeah. And 
I'm excited for this. This game notably does have smart delivery. Um, Whatever that means. <laughs> it just means it'll play on either one of your systems. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I get your crawl with it. Um, I it's it's this is what I'm my only issue with smart delivery is that it's literally just a marketing ploy. There have been in the past games that were compatible across generations uh and it's like never been a big deal yeah but you had to buy both copies i mean not and now you don't yeah that's the thing because like for me when i made the upgrade to the xbox one i had to rebuy like battlefield 4 gta 5 like a bunch of these things that i missed out on like the upgrade window for because i didn't get my xbox one at launch but like with this i I don't have to worry about that but i also don't think it is a one-to-one comparison because they have been clear that this is not a new generation of console that it is like just a new model of xbox so why then wouldn't the game still work on it? I get it. I get where you're going with that. So this game, the gameplay teases like castle sieges, which is going to be nice. Um, also ship combat. Are you excited of for course. the? Are you excited games. for the homestead stuff? I like am. building out your own island and. All that kind of Assassin's Creed 2 stuff. Or was that 2 or was that Brotherhood? That was 3. That was 3. 3 was specifically called the Homestead. No, no, no. I, I know I'm, what you mean for uh, Brotherhood was where they... Yeah, uh, you had like the home. Yeah. And you were able to like... In the middle of Rome and... Build shops and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I, I think that was also in... That was in 2 in a different form. Yeah, so in 2 I think it was... Um, you were like upgrading the it's city the of familial estate. Yeah, 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 the familial yes. estate. This, you get. I I think this is more akin to what was in three, though, where you had okay. a designated area that was the homestead that you spent money to to improve, and you brought people in to live there. Yeah, and you get gotcha. do side quests like through some of these people that you're bringing in. All right, but it seems to be more focused on that rather than that being a supplementary thing it seems to be a, a focus of of the story everything like flows through this this central area it'll be nice it'll be nice to have like a home and maybe characters you care about there and stuff and yeah i'm assuming yep. i'm assuming the tower defense stuff will still be there <laughs> like where you can train certain things and deploy them and everything maybe hopefully We'll see. Um, all right. So that was the Xbox Series X inside Xbox event that happened today. We yep. held off recording so that we could talk about that. Um, it was pretty fun. So yeah, it wasn't too bad. A lot. Of, some it's, people. It's were... nice to actually see games for uh the, the new systems. <laughs> yes. Yeah. As Weird. opposed to seeing nothing of them it's weird that what will get me excited about buying a new system will be seeing what i can play on it yeah <laughs> instead of just who the fact that I, who not me yeah um <laughs> me a random marketing executive oddly enough destiny 2 
<laughs> did not make the cut in the third party group, I guess. And so Bungie threw out there like after this thing, like, hey, we're coming to the new consoles too. Um, so that that happened. Um, and if you were upset that Elden Ring didn't show up, I understand because I really wanted to see it. But at one point during this, they showed a giant like flash screen of like over this many developers are working on games for the system. And from software is listed in there. So Elden Ring probably won't yep. be an exclusive. So Well Hmm. I'm not sure. I I mean I don't know that it was ever going to be an exclusive, but it's the way it's only been talked to in connection with Microsoft. But you know, who knows? Just because they didn't show it now doesn't mean uh Yeah. I don't think it really because we still have not E three to look look forward to. <laughs> I'm sure we'll see more of it then. Yes, the not E3, the uh, Kaylee 3, the Summer Games Fest that's happening now, May through August. August yep. There's going to be game reveals and playable content, supposedly. Um, so they're going to do like game reveals along with demos, which should be kind of cool. Um, but there's going to be like little drops that are branded as part of this Summer Games Fest. Presumably, this is why Jeff Cayley was going to skip E3, because he was going to have his own. And well, I don't think I. I think the this resulted as a product of. I think skipping E3 was the decision that was made beforehand, and then current situations led to this being a more feasible idea. I, you're probably right. Yeah, they're a little hand in hand. Um. So that's happening. There's going to be demos, playable content, in-game events. So, like, I'm assuming for, like, live games, there's going to be that kind of stuff. Um, So keep an eye out for that. Follow their Twitter and their website. It's, like, summergamesfest.com. And, yeah, they did, like, an after show. I need to watch it where they talk to some people. Um, Let's see. Other news... The part of the Summer Games Fest, the Cyberpunk 2077 is going to have a showcase on June 11th. So that's going to be really exciting. Called like Night City Wire. Does that sound right, Seth? That sounds pretty right to me. It um, sounds on brand. I mean, the city is called Night, Night City. city so. yeah. <laughs> yep. So we're going to see news and maybe gameplay of Cyberpunk. I already have my Cyberpunk 2077 controller. <laughs> Uh, I bought that when it dropped. I'm very excited for this game. I love the aesthetic and, yeah, uh, the fact that Keanu is going to be in it. Very hype for this game. Um, let's see. What else? We had May the 4th this week, which is nice. Yeah. And I, Seth, this is so bizarre to me. I need to... I need to tell you. So you know they announced a while back that there's going to be a new Lego Star Wars game that's going to have all of the all of the all of the movies in it. It's going to be a full collection. They they went out of their way to make a an announcement of just the key art with no release date. They're just like here's a new image of Lego Star Wars which you've probably seen before. Um very odd, but at least we know it's coming, and they're still working on it. No release date yet, though. I 
assume it would be this year. Um, have you, did you play any of the Lego Star Wars? No, not really interested oh, wow. at all. No? Oh. Nope. I, I would argue they're the best ones. Yes. They're, they're super The fun. best what? The Lego best games. Lego games. Yeah. Uh, I haven't oh, played well, anything I since... haven't played any of the Lego games. Oh. Ooh. Okay. Uh, that's a move. That, yeah. They're, I can understand it. They're a little more, like, I don't know. It's They're very casual. Yeah. But they're very fun. Um... This one does hint that there's going to be like really big battles in it, maybe. So that'll be cool. And it also spoils like Ray getting a new lightsaber <laughs> right in the image, which is funny. Um, uh, let's see. What else was announced? Do you have any other news, Sith? Nope. No? Um, what if I was to tell you that multiple skateboarders and a band have kind of been leaking out slowly over the past couple months that there's going to be another Tony Hawk coming out this year. Well, I would say that sounds swell. (laughs) That sounds radical. Um, One of these, I think his name was Jason Dill, uh, got really mad because apparently EA tried to get him to be in a mobile version of Skate. Like, they were going to release a Skate mobile game. Oh, that's a bad move. And he got real mad because he just wants them to make a Skate 4, <laughs> which is what everyone wants. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he refused to be in their mobile Skate game. And then leaked out that, you know, <laughs> Tony Hawk's making a new game. And... I'm sure whoever's making that game is not happy that so many people are kind of leaking it. Like bands have said that they've certified tracks for it and stuff. And it's inevitable as some people would say. Um, but other than that, I, I, we don't have any other news except for this EA business call, which they said that there's going to be 14 games coming this fiscal year. Do you, what do you think will be in here, Seth? Do you think there might be another Titanfall? No. Don't get your hopes up. It's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. They'll just do more Apex stuff. And they did say in this, I really wish you would play this game. Um, but Fallen Order is now, is going to be a franchise. They said that there's going to be more in it. In the series. And uh, Fallen Order also got a May the 4th update. Oh, yeah. Which added in new content and skins and stuff after, I what, like, like seven cha- months of the game being out? Yeah, like challenge yep. maps and yeah. stuff. But no, still no fast travel, apparently. <laughs> no, but we get the Inquisitor skin for Cal, which I've been wanting since I saw it in the game when I first oh. played it. Yeah, that's still no fast travel, though. No. That game is still so good, whatever. It's... Uh, <laughs> Uh, and they said there's more titles coming to the Switch. I would hope that there includes Mass Effect, because I would kill to play like a remastered collection or something on the Switch. I'm sure that one of those 14 games is going to be a remaster of Master F- Mass Effect. I'd be willing to bet money. But I doubt it's coming on Switch, because EA just doesn't... They said more games are coming to Switch, <laughs> but more games coming to Switch means they could just release one or two, and that's yeah, more. That is technically so, more. <laughs> I mean, and, if if they release two games, 
they would be releasing the same amount of games as Nintendo is releasing this year. Or at least that they have uh, slated to release. Yeah. Man. We we got nothing out of that Nintendo earnings call besides how great Animal Crossing has done. <laughs> so, I mean. Which, you know, is great. But, again. Something's, you know. something's got to come this year, Nintendo. Yeah. Don't let us down. Or do. I mean... Yeah, I think it's more likely they do, but also, uh, it seems pretty clear they're having they're having some issues working from home. So yeah, it's kind of hard to blame them. Yeah. Well, with that, don't let the working from home issues get you down. Uh, you're not alone in this out there. Thank you for listening to the show. And if you're playing any games that you think we would like, throw it in our Discord and talk to us about them. Uh, maybe we have played them. Maybe there's something we've wanted to play. Um, and we'd be happy to talk to you about them. Just come hang out with us. Um, make sure to rate the show on whatever podcatcher you're using. We would super appreciate that. And that helps other people find out about us. And the other thing that super helps people find out about us is you telling them, like, hey, I listen to this video game podcast. We'd really appreciate that. Um, and with that, we will see you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. See you.